It's, it's Joystock. It's the internet's favourite gaming podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Lorenzo. I'm Taylor. Oh, Taylor, you sound lovely. I know. Is that a new, is that a new mic? Oh, that's a lovely new mic that Santa gave me. I got an ear boner. Oh, I'm, I'm hard as fuck. And that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I heard the vi- I heard the vibrations you... and just assumed you were you were on the same same wavelength. <laughs> as that me. was the other thing that Santa sent me. You got the enhancements. Oh, <laughs> that was the other blue vibrating thing. Oh my! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Santa, Santa didn't send me that. So it's it's been a while. It's been since December was the last one. Now we're in February. Yep. Oh, it was our holiday extravaganza. Right, and I just shout outs to Ted and Chris for, for being on last time. Guys, thank it was a pleasure having you. You're welcome back anytime. Word. Anytime. And, and if you want to hear more for Ted and Chris, uh Chris has started a YouTube channel called Cocktails and Convos. And it's him and his partner Shane, where they talk about, you know, the serious shit that, that plagues society, but they get pissed while doing it. And look dapper as fuck. Is that new, did you say? Yeah, it's brand new. They've just started doing it. They're only a couple of episodes into it. But I feel well, like I'm partly inspiring that. I, f- I hope so. I'm, I'm not going to take credit. Mm. I'm not going to take credit, but I was pretty drunk last time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on, on, a, on a down note, and I just want to, I just want to get this out in the open. Uh, a couple of days ago, my dad passed away. Uh, and that you know he was hospitalized in between last episode and this episode so it was kind of a, a weird time where recording a podcast kind of took a sideline so if you're one of those people that have been tweeting at me or messaging me on discord to be like where's the next episode i bet you feel like a cunt now oh anyway <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, and that wasn't a bit. That's true, by the way, guys. You know that just just letting you know. So yeah. So now that we've got that unpleasantness out of the way, it is twenty nineteen, or as I'm dubbing it, twenty fine teen. Mm. I know what you're thinking. How long did it take you to come up with that? And I'll be honest, way too long. <laughs> Admittedly too long. Admittedly too long. It's oh, fine. God. Last uh, year was a good year for gaming, though. For the first time in a while. It wow. has been. Oh, says the PlayStation fanboy. <sighs> you know. Well, in fairness, if you're a PlayStation <laughs> fanboy, it has been a pretty good year. That's true. <laughs> when it was 2018, it was a very good year. It was a very good year if you purchased hmm. a PS3. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> oh, wait, it's PS4. <laughs> Only the backwards compatible one if we're going to be buying PlayStations, which I still don't fucking have. What, a backward compatible Ooh, PS3? Fucking really wish I'd got that one. See, I do and I don't, because on one hand, I do because backwards compatibility, but I don't because the failure rate of it was almost as bad as the Red Ring of Death 360s. Mm-hmm. Wow. To be fair, I wasn't too bothered until I like I was almost super convinced the PlayStation Four was going to have full backwards compatibility. Would be fine. Uh, apparently, the rumor is PS Five will. PS Five is going to have backwards compatibility with what? All of it. Shut All your... like every every PlayStation. This is this is a rumor. Mm. I want I want there to be a wee musical sting here, and just the word rumor. 
you know, like a pew, 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 rumor. Mm-hmm. So it's not confirmed. But there's a one more time rumor. Um. Yeah, so the rumour is that PS5 is going to be fully backwards compatible. Honest, that's like going to be the only thing, that's going to be the only thing that's going to make me want to buy it. Because like, I have a, such a PS3 and PS4 library that buying a new console is really just starting to feel old. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you are preaching in the fucking choir here. Shit, man. Plus the fact that I know that the last generation was considered to be one of the that was the longest, but this one just feels really sudden. Like, I'm not ready for PS5 yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, man, I'm still thinking about PS2 games. Talk about, like, amazing generations. Well, the thing is we're getting on I feel like this generation has just been remasters anyway, for the most part. Mm. I was going to say, we've had more PS2 games this generation than PS4 <laughs> games. <laughs> well, then, then you've got Xbox who have done nothing. Yep. See, I've been thinking about this. You're right. They've done nothing. Like, last year, they've done nothing. It's actually, it's when you think about it, because I obey they've had Gears of War, they had Halo 5 and stuff, but, like, if it hasn't flopped, it's been mediocre, and if it's not been me- mediocre, it's been non-existent. Mm. I mean, you have to keep in mind that all of their exclusives are now on PC as well. Baby. Today, we're going to talk about Game of the Year, and then, because our Games of the Year is going to take all of 10 minutes to discuss, mm-hmm. I say that, three hours will pass, and then I'll be like, well, next time. But <laughs> if we've got some time after Game of the Year, we're going to talk about just some stories about times that we have been severely beaten in video games, or times we've dished out some severe beatings. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. So, so let's start things off with Game of the Year. So... Taylor, you have you have many opinions about your game of the year. So why don't you start us off? I do. I wrote a list today and everything. Um, it's the first time Taylor's done any homework <laughs> for Joy Stocked. So proud. I want that. I want that. I've been owing. Hey, new Taylor, year, new Taylor me. Taylor has never done it. <laughs> new year, new me. I'm getting a record inside now. I'm happy. Hey. But new mic and everything. Inside, not not in a shed. Inside, new mic, new mic, new Taylor. That's, That's right. New Lorenzo. Ah. But, um, aye, so my games of the year. I have three. I can fire through the other two pretty quickly. I don't need to discuss them in length. But I kind of struggle to decide my game of the year. But um, right. we'll get to that. I'll start. Number three from my top three was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I know there's going to be a couple grumbles. People didn't like Assassin's Creed, etc., etc. But I'm a long-time a fan. choice. I'm a long-time <laughs> fan. I thought that game had quite a lot in it, and I liked it. Um... And I want to see more going forward for the series. So, my opinion, I liked Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought it was good. Number two um, was Red Dead Redemption. It stole Spider-Man's slot, unfortunately, because it's just too fucking good. It's a late entry as I'm playing it this year, but because it qualifies as a game from last year, it's definitely having to go on the list, because holy shit, it's amazing. Like I say, I wasn't going to put it on because I've not finished it yet, so I feel like it's a bit of a jip to Spider-Man, but I've gave Spider-Man a wee honour to mention. Um, that would have been two, but unfortunately Red Dead's better. Number one is Dad of Boy. Dad of Boy! It, it, it has to be. Boy. It's going to be Dad of Boy. It was always going to be. I've literally only started playing God of War, so I can't even... I just finished... Well, I, I finished Minus the Valkyries. I was. I, I, I think I'm gonna go back and hundred percent it, um, 
because I loved doing that as well. That that was the other thing as well. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Spider-Man 2. Eh, Spider-Man 2? What the fuck am I talking about? Spider-Man were the only two games, as of, apart from Final Fantasy, that I've probably actively tried to platinum on this generation. So I think that was a big contributing factor. Um, I would only yeah. rate Assassin's Creed above Spider-Man just purely for the length of time that I played them. I played Assassin's Creed for three months and that was to 100%. Like, the game's chock full of fucking content. Um, whereas Spider-Man was two weeks. So comparatively, I feel Assassin's Creed offered a bit more. Um, mm. Doesn't make Spider-Man any less of a good game, but when it comes to competition, God of War was unmatched last year. Like, totally unmatched. Storytelling, gameplay, graphics, everything. I had the full package. Um, nice. So it was, it was amazing. And it was like the most cinematic game I think I've ever played in my life. Mm. Cool. It was so good, my wife stopped and watched me play most of it. <laughs> like, stood still, didn't even take a seat, just watched. Yeah. It was. That I, w- I was blown away because like, I, I was a fan of the series anyway, so this was now like a kind of introduction point for me. I was, And I'd watched the trailers, kind of hoping that it was going to be how it ended up playing with the close combat, like Sword and Shield. I didn't actually know that was going to be the thing, but I thought it was. It would have been nice to slow down the pace of God of War and bring it to an like slower feeling, older Kratos. And obviously, mm. the whole thing about your son as well, kind of maybe being the catalyst for furthering the story into the Norse mythology included. Great I mean, idea. that should have been the the subtitle of the game: God of War Slow Jam. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say that the sun the subtitle should have been like Dad of War. Son of Dad, <laughs> like, and I was like, "That's just recursive." <laughs> I think genuinely the game should be changed to Dad of Boy. Yeah, that 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 a game of the year edition or whatever they bring out that should that that should change the name completely. It will probably have a reversible cover. <laughs> I feel like after playing that game, if you had an angry dad, you can tell whether you had a good angry dad or just a bad angry dad. <laughs> Whether he was trying to help you or no. Just like, you understand Angry Dad through Kratos. Well, that was the thing that was really weird for me, is because, like, I'd imagine that there's two sides to that game. Like, if you play it as a younger person, you'd be like, fucking hell, this guy's a pure doorface bastard. <laughs> or if you play it as somebody who's older, like, us as we're sitting playing and we're like, you know what, he's right. Mm. You don't you didn't understand yet, but you will. You will one yep. day understand him. You know, that's one, that's one thing that I'll say is, like I'm not far in the game at all, um, but based off what I've played so far, it reaffirmed my decision not to have kids of my own, because Atreus is such a wee whiny rat bag <laughs> that I'm oh, I'm just like like there there are times where you know he's like father save me boy and I'm just like can I just aim my axe at him? <laughs> like, it's funny because you've not even got to the point in the game where he's actually a dickhead. Oh, like God. if he progresses through the game, like that's the thing I loved about it was the storytelling dynamic. Like Kratos doesn't he really change? I think he softens up a wee bit as it goes on, and like Atreus hardens up a wee bit, and it's the kind of contrast of that. But there's a yeah. point in the game where, I, oh man, I could have just want to choke his ass out. I, I've just... played like two or three hours of the game, and so far there have been like no less than five over-the-shoulder shots of Kratos reaching to touch his son's back and then pulling back. And I've just been like, right, look, I get it. He's co- he's closed off. He does not want to, you know, he's scared to show emotion around his son. I get that. Hey, Fucking 
The Did Cam you, the Ham. Some of us liked those moments. <laughs> I liked those moments. Plus the fact that I'd played three games where I'm literally murdering the entire a fucking <laughs> pantheon of gods before. So it was nice and to everyone see everyone else. Ah, exactly. Well, like, don't don't get me wrong, right? I do like those moments, but I've I feel like I'm I feel like that this most of the cinematic shots of that are that shot, you know? I get where you're coming from. Mm. It, it was sort of overemphasized, but you've got the bit as well. I don't know if you've got to the bit where have you fought the big troll? Like, spoilers ahead if anybody's... N- well, I mean, the, you mean the first troll that you come across yeah, when you're It's like right at the start, and, and right. Atreus gets like lost, but he's just like slicing him up, and he, he's got that like wild look in his eye. That was amazing. Aye. That was so oh, good. Yeah, that was great. That was great. And, um... So there, there's been there's been a couple of really really cool points so far. Honestly, um, you need to finish it, man. But I, I would uncontestedly oh, well, say that was my game of the year last year, hands yeah. down. I mean, I'm looking forward to finishing it. Bye. So that that's mine. I can get that out the road. I feel better now that I've got my I've finally been wanting to fanboy it. We got the war for so long, so <laughs> we can uh, we can move on. Now. Well, it's funny because like whenever we did our E3 episodes, you were like God of War is game of the year like that is potential game of the year and you were saying it then and yeah. now you can be like see i was fucking right <laughs> well, that was the thing for me as well was the fact that it delivered it's very rare these days that you get a game that advertises looks good and then delivers more so like the game was good and then some if you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah it was they just like mm-hmm. oh it's all right it's got replayable value it's just it looks like it will age better than most of the fucking games in this generation like yeah, it's it's brilliant. So I like I was really happy and glad that they'd done that. Um, bye. That's that's it for me. Can I Ooh. can I do mine? Can I do yeah. mine? Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. I've got I've figured out my top three, and I'm gonna go from three to one. Mm-hmm. Num- number three for me will be Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> Ooh, really? Uh, only like I I I I knew my top two right off the bat, but number three took me a minute. So and my games of the year are mostly games that I've been playing all year because that's the pace that I go. Like mm-hmm. I just finished God of War a week ago. Um but what you call it? Yeah, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate not only made me feel like the franchise was fun again, but it also probably gave me the biggest laugh of the year when um it was like the very first night we went to my uh, brother-in-law and I went to Best Buy to get it at midnight and we were sitting there playing on my Switch in the car and I opened up a, an assist trophy and it was the bus to the city from Animal Crossing and it hit him and we kept fighting and then it came back and just picked him up and took him off the stage and I did not know that was going to happen. And I damn near pissed myself because it was a really intense match. And all of a sudden it was just like, okay, bye. <laughs> Gotta go to the city. It did look pretty cool. Like I looked at all the stuff for it. Like with all the, all the characters this time as well. Like uh, if I liked Smash Act, this would be the one. But I don't know. It's just, See, yeah. I'm, 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 as, as a fan of the Smash Brothers series... I wasn't a fan of Smash Ultimate, and that's because the like don't don't get me wrong, the mechanics are the tightest they've ever been, mm. and the the variants of the fights are really cool. You know, like the yeah. the world light and the spirits and all that stuff. That's all awesome, but they've taken out 
all the other variant modes like there's no home run contest there's no board the platforms there's no break mm-hmm. the targets there's no a stage builder there's mm. no um there there's none of the stuff that i fucking liked in smash and that's fair yeah no it's not a flawless game i mean that's why it's number three out mm. of out of you know my top three it's just the amount of work that they've definitely put into it, the roster, the the amount of stages, the music, holy crap. Like, the fact that it can actually turn into a portable music player for the entire soundtrack is, like, not a thing oh, I've used cool. yet, but it's so cool. And, that's like, pretty cool. I actually play with items on in this one. Like, it is, it is just fun. It's not, you know, maybe that's just Three me, lives... Like, no items, <laughs> Fox only, Final Destination. Final Destination. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the online leaves something to be desired. It always and, does. You know, the single player, I don't know, the single player modes is like, yeah, they put some work into it, but it's not the best it's ever been either. But, is this the first thing it's had online? Uh, no, the, the Wii U and the 3DS ones had online too. Right. And like, somehow the... And the Wii had it as well. Oh my god, really? I, I played the one on the Wii. I remember we had this conversation before because you guys said that that one was the worst one. I mean, the weird yeah. thing is, is as a single player game, I would argue that the Wii one's the best one, but as a multiplayer game, it's fucking the worst by right. far. But the online was the best on the Wii U, and I don't know how you go backwards like that. Especially when we're now paying for the fucking service, Nintendo. No shit. Like, I should be able to play with two people on one TV with two people on another TV elsewhere. I should be able to play with my sack and have a worse time than Smash Brothers, but I didn't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. I'll just see myself out. (laughs) Sack boy. (laughs) See you never. That's in PlayStation All-Stars, Taylor. <laughs> um, I guess I'm spreading the love around. All right, so number two for me is God of War, and we've already fanboyed Ooh. about that a lot. Yeah. Um, It's just, it was just so good. I mean, I don't know to, I don't know how much I can expand on what we've already <laughs> said, but like, it was supremely satisfying. God of War slow jam. It says a lot, um, though, considering, because like, obviously we talk about like I'm PlayStation, you're Nintendo. Michael's meant to be Microsoft, but I wouldn't really say so. Miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think to me it says a lot as well as someone who doesn't really play PlayStation. I think that's fair to say for yourself that you put that mm. in a top three. I think that says quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was like as amazed as I was with Breath of the Wild in 2017, like. It's close, like, to compare the two for me would be really close. Like, God of War really met my expectations for what a AAA game should be. And, like, I play a shitload of indies, and I usually play games that are, like, pretty short. So the fact that I actually finished God of War and enjoyed every minute of it, like, really says something to me about how much work and quality they put into, like, every part of that game. It felt like it was, like... It felt next gen. Like it's the first time I played a game and felt like, all right, this is next generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Star Trek either. I rem- I just I still remember the first dragon I fought in that game, 
and oh, shit, <laughs> I had to like, yeah, I had to like, I finished the fight and I had to put the controller down and walk away and just think about what had happened. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Still suffering. <laughs> so, so then what's so, your number one? Oh wait, I know. It's Goosebumps the video game. No, what is it actually? <laughs> with Jack Black voicing everyone. <laughs> I would be alright with that, in all honesty. Like... No, so if Jack, if Jack Black voiced everyone, if Jack Black was the voice of Kratos in God of War, that would have been amazing. That would have been so good. Atreus, Atreus is like father, and he's just like cock ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, so... at the very at the very end, as the credits roll, and he's just like, "What's Jablin Jables? It's Jablinski Games." <laughs> oh my god! If he'd just been like fully Deadpool and self-aware for the whole time as well. Like he turns to the camera and it, oh, that was fucking brilliant. Right, look, Jack, if you're listening, I want you to start recording a mod now for all the Kratos' lines. In God I'm of getting War. the same impression for this as I get for the Randy Savage Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> have the Randy Savage Dragons in God of War as well. Just have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cream of the crop. <laughs> Rise to the top. No, I just want Randy Savage to voice the oh my god, the world serpent. Oh, fucking oh, holy shit! Oh yeah, <laughs> Or we can have we could have the two dwarf brothers as Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> oh shit, that'd be quality. Oh my god. So 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 aside from improving God of War, what's yeah. your what's your Game of the year. My number one game of the year for 2018 is a game that you have heard me talk about before, but it got out of early access this year and is coming out on the Switch. It is CrossCode. So yeah, CrossCode has all the, oh my God, I know I've, I've already talked about this game at length, but I'm like in the quote unquote end game por- portion of it now. And it's still so good. I am actually like not even rushing to finish. I am going back and like exploring the areas to try and max out like 100% like the treasure chests. The puzzling and platforming and combat in this game is not getting old to me. And I'm like over 40 hours in. Like, it's on sale this, and I'm like really tempted to pick it up. It's so fucking good, man. Like it's on Steam now. How much now. is it? 11 Oh, that's a good price. Get it! I don't know if it's my kind of game. Like, I, I trust your judgment, and it does look pretty, but I just... I'm not sure, man. I know it looks... I mean, it looks like a Super Nintendo game. Like No, that doesn't bother me. It, it's the... I really suck at, like... It's the reason that they play platformers. I really suck at, like, hand-eye coordination for, like, really fast... Like, shit, do you know what I mean? Like, I would be terrible at Cuphead. So... Uh, I mean... Fair. That's fair. It's just, like, it's not... mm. The combat is almost, like, as challenging as you want to make it. With the exception of um, some bosses, like, where it's really more puzzly than twitchy, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, you you can get through it using many different strategies like you can dodge you can block you can range attack you can basically the the, it's set in an mmo and you're playing this class that like is hard to master because it is so versatile and you can gear up yourself like any which way 
to boost the stats of the strategy you like. Also, it's got like a kind of sphere grid leveling up system where you can also like pour points into the stats that you need. Mm. Um, look, don't get me wrong, like I really do, I really do fancy it, but it looks fucking nuts. Like I'm watching the trailer right now and it looks insane. Yeah. Also, they throw they throw like every yeah every like crazy explosive shiny uh you know piece of footage that they can into that trailer. It's not always that chaotic. It's not even close to like a bullet hell, you know. Right. So right, yeah. yeah, I, I <laughs> it's so good and like I don't know. I would say I spend more time in it like exploring and puzzle solving than actually fighting. I don't know. I I mean, I could sell you on it for days, but like for real, Crosscode is my 2018 game of the year. I would highly recommend it either for Steam or Switch when it comes out later this year. I'd maybe wait for a phone to switch. Actually, that sounds quite good. It sounds like something on the go, like that kind of game on the go would be good. Because like oh, yeah. on a PC, I always find it kind of restrictive, weirdly enough, like compared to like console and like that. I feel like PCs mm-hmm. both open-ended and restrictive in gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. By Crosscode, I, I, you know what? Nah, I'm, I'm going to wait. I was, I was going to buy it, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah, it's worth the wait. It's definitely made for 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 console. I mean, like, the you know, I play with controller mm. on my PC, like, 100% of the time, even though you do technically have the option to play with um, your mouse and keyboard. It's just better with, you know, two sticks. Pad. That's how I played Undertale as well. Yeah, same. Because it just felt weird playing it with keyboard. Yeah. Uh, I whenever I played Undertale, I played it on a Mac, so I had to use the keyboard because it wouldn't let me fucking bind oh, controls. How the Jesus. fuck did you be undone? Um, with great fucking difficulty. I can imagine that, that that was when I chose to start using the controller. Uh, but I managed it, uh, and that's one of the proudest achievements I've ever had in my life, which shows how fucking let down I am in society. <laughs> Complete God of War. You feel better. I, I mean, mm. I'm, I'm part of the way through it, so we'll see. Like, I've uh, minor spoilers for the very early parts of God of War, but like, I went to another plane. Uh, um, I think that's fairly, fairly early. I can't actually remember. Yeah. The game sort of opens up for the. It does get yeah. a bit. I'd, I'd say that's maybe the low point is when you go to Alfheim. Is it? That's where I'm. Yeah, at. it is a little. That I, I do remember that being like. The slow part. I it was so that, fucking mundane. Like you were just like, that's, oh, this is shit. that's good to know because I'll be totally honest. Whenever I was playing it last night, I'd I'd played it for like an an, an hour, and I was just like, I'm gonna just turn it off and watch YouTube. I felt like that man. I, that yeah. that bit did suck. But wait till you get so, to the was it? What's the fire bit called again? I'll just uh, just the fire bit will do. Don't don't tell me the name uh, because then whenever I see the fire bit, I'll be like, okay. It's, it's like a weird challenge um, playing the ego and you can fight it through like your way through it. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. That sounds cool. That sounds but, cool. So do you have a top three then, Michael? I do. Oh, I shit. do. Uh, Let's hear it. So it was it just so happened that you talked about Undertale and I thought that, that was quite fitting because my number three Delta Rune. Exactly. I'm gonna be honest, I thought Delta Rune was a letdown, if I'm honest. Really? I liked it. I liked the improvements in certain aspects. I thought there was a lot that was good about it. Overall, wasn't as keen on it. See, like I, I can understand that. 
the reason that it's number three is because of the improvements to the battle system. Like the the, mm. the fact that you're having to like balance other party members and stuff, I found all of that really, really refreshing. The fact that it was free mm. was uh-huh. was so fucking good. And it was also like a total surprise. Like it went yeah. from it went from oh I wonder what Toby Fox is going to do next to hey motherfuckers, Halloween's here. Choo choo. And you were like, okay, well, now I'm quite happy. And it, this is this is only a demo. It's a taster. But I went through that. I went through it really fast. We, uh, My friend came up and the two of us and my wife all sat and we played through Deltarune and the, the whole last section of the demo where you're going around the town. We talked to everyone. We talked to multiple people. Were yeah. It was... It was just atmospheric as fuck. I honestly yeah, preferred great. the ending sequence more than anything else. And admittedly, I will say right now, I never actually played it. I played the first two hours or so and then got really bored and just watched the playthrough. <laughs> I just... I, I I, don't know. I just I, Something about it just didn't stick with me. As, I, didn't get me wrong, I think it's a compliment because I, I, I rated Undertale so highly for something that I usually wouldn't like. I just felt that it wasn't gripping me the same way. And I think that's totally fair as well. I like it. It's one of those things where I think that had I not played through it with my wife and my friend, I don't know that I would have had the the same feel for it that mm. I, that I do now. I really didn't even the first hour had me like, but I messaged you. Mm. I think I was messaging you guys when I because I'd, I'd seen the surprise yeah. thing. Eh? I turned it on the music, all the humor. Like I loved it, and I think after an hour and a bit, I just got really kind of bored it. Did you at least get to the part where a Lancer, like, you, you get to pick the name for your team? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if I played that far. I, I do like it. I don't know. I just couldn't. I think I just maybe it was the timing. I just couldn't be bored playing it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think I think that's totally fair as well. This is like, I almost feel bad including it in my top three because it's no, essentially good. a demo. It was good though. Like, yeah, for man. what it was. I'm not, I'm not knocking you. it at all, but. The music was great. Oh shit, yeah. And like there's still parts that I couldn't do. Like I I I still can't fucking beat Jevil. I only watched a, a playthrough of Jevil and I was like, nope. I I am t- actually trying to relieve that I completely missed that fight while I played the demo because I would have been up all night like swearing. <laughs> I was up most of the night swearing. There you so... go. To be honest, so thanks, I was actually Toby. I was more into the, the kind of, I watched, I ended up watching a whole lot of game theories because of it, like like the game theorist. I watched so many of his videos just when Deltarune came out. But that's just a theory. A, a game, game theory. theory. Thanks for watching. Is Sans Ness? No, he's no, Matt. And I know that it was just a fucking clickbait video, but you should know better. You should yeah. fucking know better. I didn't like that Come one. On. I preferred the one that was, it was the WD Gaster series he had was brilliant. Yeah, I think that may have been a little one actually. I don't know. I watched a whole it bunch, was. but but either either way, it'll probably be another six years or whatever before Deltarune ends up being another game of the year list. But I'm looking forward to it. I did find it funny that they done all that made like made the game made the tr- like the demo game and then was just like cool. I don't know when I'm gonna actually release a game. By the way, <laughs> so enjoy this. Yeah, uh, and I actually. Maybe it's just because I'm 
as jaded as I am, but I found that kind of honest and refreshing. It was, it, nice. he was just like he was like, "Hey, look, like he was like seven years is about as long as I can be asked to work on a game." So here, <laughs> and maybe maybe it'll turn into something good. Maybe it won't. Who's the only thing I was say? thinking, just for the like the future of the series sort of thing, I was just like, uh, you might be kind of like taking the wind at the sails. Like, there's just going to be another Half Life three and that like syndrome where everybody's just waiting and waiting and waiting. Because let's face it, if Half Life three came out now, it's going to be shit. It'll be like Duke Nukem Forever. Aye, like it's too long now. Even if they were to totally remake it and re- like release it now, the hype that has built up for it is it's never gonna it's never gonna live up. So I'm just kind of yeah. hoping that. That doesn't happen with Undertale or whatever the fuck it was going to be. Deltarune. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be Del. Is it going to be Deltarune though, or was that just like? So apparently, whenever he first came up with the idea for making a video game, he came up with Deltarune and then wasn't sure how to do it. So then he came up with Undertale and he made that. So Deltarune's actually his first idea. So all the stuff that got reused, you know how like. You know, there's characters that cross over. Some things are anagrams, other names, and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently, it's all connected. I don't know. Like, fuck knows. Subscribe to Game Theory. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I I have faith in old Foxy. But uh, once it's a complete game, I'll absolutely play it. I think just because I knew it was a demo, because I knew it was not going to be like. Then again, it was a big demo, but. Yeah. I think because I knew it wasn't really a complete package, I wasn't really that bothered about it. I did like the ending enough of the ending was cool. The oh was cool. Did, the ending... did any of you go way down south to the bunker? I that yeah, well, I I watched the, the eerie guy music. Do it. The eerie music and shit. Oof. Oof. Shine myself. That was weird. Yeah, sleep with the lights on. <laughs> that was the thing I did like about Undertale though, and even in Delta Rune, like the way it captured I think more so in Delta Rune, because like I never realised how much he'd actually improved graphics, which sounds hilarious, but visually it was a lot better. It was more consistent in like uh like Undertale <sighs> Undertale was very flat. Delta Rune had it was almost like uh, going from NES to SNES. I, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it just it looked there was like wee tweaks and stuff that were really cool. Yeah, yeah. it was a good and, looking game. And the only character that didn't get an update was Sans. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> because he transcends format and mechanics. And believe it or not, you don't actually know this, but Sans has been on this podcast. He's on this one. He's in all of the podcasts. <laughs> we're Even all Sans. <laughs> <sighs> But that's just a theory. But that's just a theory. A joystick theory. Thanks for watching or listening. Like, comment, subscribe. What's your number two? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Has Detroit become human? Oh, that was your number one. I'm surprised. No, my my number one is something totally different. But the reason Detroit was nearly my number one. And the only reason it wasn't is because, unlike my number one, I can't ever go back to Detroit Become Human because my choices were my choices. And as much as I want to go back and see what things I could have done differently, my playthrough felt perfect. It felt unique to me. 
and I liked my playthrough until the end. Mm. I mean, you can change your fate, but uh... I know. I just like I'm like you. Like I play. It was the same with Heavy Rain and uh, Beyond else. Two Souls. Nah, I never played that one. Uh, until Dawn. That one, aye. It was the same. Um, it was the same with those games. Like you always say, oh, I play it multiple times, and you never do. Like you never really do. Um, I mean, I would like to. I would. I would like to. But I would. It's... But it's just so like. It, you get so deep into the, the story, and then going back just feels slow. Yeah, it's it's too new. That's the no. problem. Like it, it, it's too new in my mind. Like I could maybe go back and play Heavy Rain now, and maybe I will. I've tried Heavy Rain about five, six times. I honestly think I could tell you the first five hours of Heavy Rain from memory. Wow! <laughs> and the, and it's only a six-hour game, so. <laughs> aye, well, aye, but I've always got to a certain point in Heavy Rain, and then I just get bored. Uh, I I get what you mean, and the thing is, is like, I know that there's some magical about Detroit for me. Whenever I was playing through it, any time, any time Connor was on screen, I was just like, "My name's Connor. I'm the android sent by Cyberlife," and I was like, "Yeah, Connor. Yes, yeah, Connor. Get your robotic Bobby out so I can get a suit." Can we talk spoilers? <laughs> Think is it too new to talk spoilers? Um. Hey guys, it's Michael from the future here. If you want to avoid any and all spoilers for Detroit Become Human, you can just put your podcast to 43 minutes and 58 seconds. Because while we try and avoid things, you know, spoilers, we fail. So, yeah. Good luck. It's pretty new. See, the problem The problem is, is I want to talk spoilers. But... I just have one. Okay. Like, and it was a um, bit of my playthrough. Okay, you have thirty seconds. If you if you are at home and you're like, I don't want to hear these spoilers, whenever I say now, cover your ears, count to thirty, and then also, I'll cover them. I'm gonna try and keep it as vague as possible. Interactive joystock. Yep. Banderstock. Banderstock. Coming here live. Right, you ready, Taylor? I go for it. Okay. Right, no. so you uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck's sake. Uh, aye, so at the end, you know how it gives you that like quick post sequence because there's a certain thing going to happen. Well, I had no idea what the fuck to do. So my playthrough ended in a really shit way after a big build of like togetherness and like, oh cool, like we, we're rising up and all that sort of stuff and it's all good, like everything's going to be fine. And then he just starts listing like the fucking. Yeah. I was pissed off. I still don't know what to do. It it doesn't give you any direction to tell you what the fuck you're meant to do there. It doesn't give you nearly enough time to do it. Time's up. But I was going to say, like, David Cage gets a shitload of criticism, and not, not unjustifiably, because, like, you know, apparently whenever he asked Ellen Page to be in Beyond Two Souls, he, like, turned up to her with, like, a binder full of, like, nude pictures of her, and was like, <laughs> I want you to be in my game. And What? That's no... Yeah, you know, that's pretty creepy. That's not alright. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah, look, look it up. I, I'm probably getting some of the some of the details wrong, but literally, like, turned up with like a binder full of pictures here. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And like, apparently, you know, like the, he's getting a lot of criticism. How this is? It's not even like I was about to say. Like, it's a. It's a barely covered up racial allegory, but it's not even covered up. It's a racial allegory film, 
And there's a lot of people that feel that because David Cage is white, he's got no right to make a essentially what a lot of people call like a black exploitation game. And I wouldn't go as far as saying that. Like, I think that it's just it, AI, you know, like stuff like iRobot and... That's a perception or an opinion of the game. Like, the game is about robots. Yeah. If you perceive that to be racism, or you perceive that to be a bit race, like a race thing, fair enough. I could see why you'd make the, the connections, and I, I, I also kind of agree. But at the end of the day, on paper, it's about androids. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I have no issue with them being like, "Hey, guys, slavery is wrong," because you know because what, slavery is wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's black folk or if it's, uh, if it, if it's robot folk. Ah, well, I mean, it touches on the whole like slavery thing, but. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, at the end of the day, it's a cyberpunk story about androids and the potential of how that kind of goes, like, if you enslave them and that sort of stuff. I don't know. I think looking for a deeper meaning seems a bit silly. Especially in a David Cage game. Well, I. But <laughs> I, will say, I will say one of the best parts of Detroit Become Human, and this isn't a spoiler, because if you've been on the internet, you've seen this meme, but when you're doing the painting at the start, uh... And, and, like, people have made memes of it, so it's like he does the, oh my god, and it's just a giant dick butt. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know, society has really come together on that one, and I'm quite happy for it. It, it was a good game. Like, Dig It Wrong was a really good game, but I just felt that the the random, it, like, that's maybe not so much random, but I don't know, they just never made it very clear, that, that whole thing. Yeah. I, and the thing is, is I think that's also a total valid criticism. I do think it's valid criticism because I, I did explore. Like I spent a lot of time in each individual episode and individual chapter exploring, and I found that section. Like I'm not going to say where it is or anything, because like, I've not done it up to this point. But the whole section that you end up in at the end is so fucking boring and linear. It is like it's the one place I felt restricted to movement, and I was just like, cool. I'll just go talk to her, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was going to say, I'm going to ask the audience that if they don't want spoiled for this, uh, to cover their ears again for another 30 seconds, because I want to say one really good wee bit for me that I just want to get out there and then we'll move on to my number one, all right? Joystock Interactive. The bit where Connor goes, it becomes deviant and it comes up with all the garbled thing and it says, I am deviant. So I was sitting with my wife playing it and uh, whenever it came up, I am deviant, I just heard a tiny wee, yes! <laughs> like, she was cheering on for it, and I thought that was really, really adorable. And I was Aww. just like, that's great. I was, t- I was torn at that bit, man, because I was like, hmm, I don't know. Do, do you, do you want to be a super cop or not, you know? But, you know what? It's still my number two. It was good. It was fucking really good. But You can't few, escape your number two. There's a few outcomes I would change. Did you let the lassie go at the very end in the menu? Did you let her go? I did. Did you keep her? Aye, I let her go. No, I let her go. I let her go. Aye. Because I ain't no slave driver. Yeah, the the menu's lonely as fuck now. I know, it sucks. I was like, fuck. (laughs) You just want to delete it all so you can start it all again. I did. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's slavery, but in a different kind of way. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Uh, my number one will come as probably no surprise 
uh, to, to anyone who knows me in real life because I haven't shut the fuck up about this game. Hollow Knight. Hollow oh. Knight. Hollow Knight came out like I think last year or the year before, but it came out in 2018 on the Switch, which is where I played it. So I'm counting it. And it's anyone... sol- no, that's a solid fucking choice. Uh, Hollow Knight is like Dark Souls in Metroidvania had this fantastic love child with art direction by classic 90s era Tim Burton and not mm. when Tim Burton started getting weird and putting fucking Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter and everything. Like, it's <laughs> basically, you're a, you're a wee bug and you're fighting other bugs and it's just amazing. that The soundtrack alone, mm. uh, I can't remember the composer's name, but I would suck his willy because that's how good that's how good his soundtrack is. Yeah, him and Toby Fox should do a collab. Oh fuck! If that happened, I would die. Is there any relation to Shovel Knight? No, none. No, Has fine. nothing to do with it. It's, it's very all, different looking. It's beautiful hand drawn graphics. It is one of the most atmospheric worlds I've ever been a part of. It mm-hmm. like the music sounds like. It's, it sounds like Thomas Newman type music, but like even better. And the amount of crazy characters that happen there, the the amount of fun mm-hmm. that is just to be had in Hollow Knight. Yeah, for such like an for such an empty world, it does have like very memorable characters. Yeah, and I I went through all I a hundred percent of the game. I actually finished it with a hundred eight percent out of 112% because they added DLC to it mm. and the only reason I didn't get the last 4% is because that's the, it's called like the Godmaster DLC which is like you do these ridiculous boss rushes with like one thing of health and I'm just like nope, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. that so no. I did I did everything else though, I got every item and I got all the ends that I could and it's it is so good and I've found out that there's going to be more DLC for it, where you oh. play where you play as another character called Hornet. Oh and shit! Yeah, yeah. So if you if you know who Hornet is, you know how fucking hype that's going to be. Um, nice. But like so much so that like I was enjoying it so much. I it cost me like fifteen bucks, and I've spent over sixty hours in the game. Like mm-hmm. th- think about that like value for money. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's easy to to get sucked into that game for a long time. It was so good that my wife, for friends, miss suggested to one of their one of our friends to to get me one of the plush grubs from Fan Gamer. And the grubs are like things that you collect in the game. They're like wee caterpillar looking things that make cute wee noises. And the the plush grub that I've got uh, actually makes noises. So listen to this. <laughs> this is adorable. <laughs> it's cute as fuck, and it's so soft. But that's that's the level that a grown man, almost thirty years old, will enjoy a stuffed toy because your game is that good. Yep, you shall like, get. I've, to be honest, man, if that hole in its mouth went deep enough, probably. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> I was gonna make the joke, but. Uh... <laughs> There's no joke to be made. I'm dead serious. <laughs> what joke? Those grubs are like babies. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<sighs> Hollow Knight, anyway, is not just my game of the year, but may actually be in my top three favourite games of all time. Damn. That is That's a statement. That is how much I love Hollow Knight, and if Team Cherry ever do anything else, I will buy it on principle. Uh, mm. I like I've never been so blown away by an indie game. And this is this has come from someone who comes here shovel night every chance he gets, which makes convention going really awkward. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've, like, I've uh, been there and I've seen it. I mean, we dressed as the Order No Quarter last Magfest, or mm-hmm. two Magfests ago, we were Adventure Zone last Magfest. But anyway, um, my whole point is, is like, I, I can't, I can't gush enough. I know that you're not a fan of platformers, Taylor, but see, like, see, whenever I'm over, I like, I'll have my Switch with me, and I'll just show you some of Hollow Knight because it is so creepy. And yet, eerily beautiful, and it, the music in it, it makes you sad and happy at the same time. It's just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout, out, shout out to the composer, Christopher Larkin. There we go, Christopher Larkin. Thank you. Chris, if you're listening, he's a sook. <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. I just realized that I was sort of nodding along with you there, and then realized that in audio, that's just going to be me being absolutely silent. <laughs> I was nodding. <laughs> yeah, but you were, the thing is, is we've got it on record now. He was nodding. Can you hear that, everyone? Insert nod here. So, just before we move on uh, to, like, the what, what we're gonna call this segment like bad beats or something the, I don't know the bad be, uh, beat down story time I don't yeah, know yeah beat a uh, beat down story time I like that so just before beat we move on meat. beat down beat your meat the meeting <laughs> we'll call it the meeting beat <laughs> this is the unauthorized interactive joist talk <laughs> yeah. so but I was gonna say just before we move on to that section I actually just want to take a minute to say um. To once again apologize for the fact that we were gone for the last month. Uh, I also want to say that as of this episode going live, there are a couple of new t-shirts in the store. There is the much requested and much quoted, take your dinner, you dopey bitch shirt. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure Chris will be happy. Oh, Chris is going to love that. I'm going to send Ted and Chris shirts, I think, just just for that. Just for being on, for being good sports, <laughs> but um, mm. uh, we also just want to say like thank you everyone that has bought shirts and has like reviewed us on the podcast and stuff. Uh, on the run up to Christmas, we actually did a whole few days of giveaways, Steam games, where if you just like followed us and subscribed to us on iTunes, we would send you a free Steam game. Um, <clears throat> we also have. A thing where if you leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever, wherever you can find our podcast, if you leave a review yet and you show us it, we'll send you a Steam game. Spray like, painted on a wall. Yeah, like uh take take a look at um I'm good old Mikey Davies who reviewed us sometime in December, just saying awesome podcasts, five stars, please do yourself a favor and check out the podcast. It's incredible. So, Mikey, if you're listening hey. to this, you, for, for the record, I like your name, Mikey. It's a good name. <laughs> uh, 
it's still me. It's kind of common. It's pretty common. <laughs> but point is, Mikey, let us know. Like, give us a wee proof, you know, the wee iTunes thing that shows you your username and all that. Show us that it's you. I'll send you a Steam game, all right? Because you've earned Ooh. it. You've earned it by being a cool cunt that listens to us. <laughs> You're a good cunt, Mikey. You're a good cunt. You're a sound cunt. You sound cunt, Mikey. You sound cunt. Are we still getting so, checked for saying the word cunt? Uh, probably. I haven't checked. I can only imagine that the people who were getting pissed off with that stopped listening after the last one. Oh, hey. that, but that's actually a good segue to the second shirt, which is I'll say cunt all I want. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. Um, so both those shirts will be available as you're listening to this episode. You can go to shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash joystock podcast and you can buy yourself some skeptical mugs. You can get yourself some joystock shirts or you can get a couple of the new designs. Treat yourself to some joystock. And it really helps the show because I don't know if you've noticed, but Taylor doesn't sound like he's talking through a walkie-talkie in a blizzard anymore. <laughs> well, we're hoping, sound... Well, we're hoping, yeah. Uh, we got Taylor a new mic with the money from uh, the the Spreadshirt merch sales, so it does really Hooray. help the show. Thanks, guys. Um, and we're always trying to make the show better, guys, and we need your help. So if you're listening... Just fucking leave a review somewhere. It takes five minutes and you get a free Steam game. Why wouldn't you do that? And it helps us, it helps the show, and it makes me feel better about myself. Did I mention that my dad died a couple of days ago? Right? (laughs) You out there should be feeling really sorry for me, so you should be leaving a review on the podcast. So you should do that. Like, comment, subscribe. Fucking like, comment, subscribe. But I was just going to say, thanks for listening anyway, guys. We'll be back again in a few weeks, probably during March, I'm assuming. And I will talk to you then. Beating your meat. Or meat beat mania. Beat down story time. <laughs> meat, beat, <laughs> beat, beat mania. So, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a couple of real good stories about times that I have either been decimated in a game or decimated an opponent. And this kind of comes to. Let's hear your top two. Well, I was going to say that's fine. I can do that. But I was going to say this. <laughs> This is kind of inspired by last episode where we're talking about uh, beating uh, being my friend a little big planet so much that he snapped his controller. Nice. So, uh, when I was a slightly younger lad, it's been over a decade ago, so fuck. But um, I was trying to get out with this lassie. And... Uh, I went round to her house and she had four brothers and her older brother calls me into the living room. He says, hey, come here. Now, I had met this guy all of like twice before in my life. So I I didn't even know his name at the time. And he just goes, here. And he passes me a PlayStation 2 controller. And I was like, all right, what are we playing? He says, Sit down. Oh, God. So I was like, all right. So 
I'm surrounded by his three younger brothers who are all much younger. Um, and I was just kind of like, so we're we playing and comes up and it was like Capcom versus SNK or something on the PS2. Nice. And uh, he selects someday and I forget who. And then, uh, oh no, he picked Ryu. Picked Ryu uh, and I picked Ken. Like, I know this story. Ah, huh. <laughs> uh, you know it was it was Ryu. That was it. And and as soon as it came up, you know, round one, fight. All of a sudden, his three wee brothers start going, "Yeah, kick his ass! You can do it!" Woo! He had like cheerleaders. Oh. I decimated him. Oh. <laughs> you have, you have <laughs> never seen a beaten. As bad at Street Fighter, it was like putting a toddler up against a pro. He <laughs> like putting a toddler up against a woodchipper. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was. I grannied him. And if you're not familiar with the term granny listeners, granny just means you, you get two perfects in a row against Jesus. Him. And not just that, he got pissed off. So he went Akuma and I grannied him again. So then he uh. went Shin Akuma. And I grannied him again. And, and, and each time, the, the cheerleaders were still happening. We're like, yeah, go for it. You can do it. Woo. Yeah. And then, like, every time he got, you know, the, uh, 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 <laughs> there was silence. Wow. There was just nothing. Like, the, the, the wee kids didn't know how to take it. I had dethroned their king. I had fucking ruined any credibility this guy's going to have in front of his brothers for years. Now, wow. Keep in mind that the entire reason that I was over at these folks' house was to spend time with this lassie. And, you know, she's away upstairs in her room, and I was like, listen, I'm going to go. And he's like, no, we're going to play. You're not allowed to go Ken. So I went M. Bison. And I cycle crushed him constantly until I won a couple more times. <laughs> like, because I can't play M. Bison, so I just did the cheapest thing that I could. So I just was literally doing strong cycle crushers from screen to screen just to fuck him. Uh, and it kept going. And I'd spent over an hour and a half playing Street Fighter with this cunt. <laughs> And, and the whole time I'm just like, I'm just trying to shag your sister. Can you please just, <laughs> like, you know, like, can you just, can you just stop? But it wouldn't, and I knew it wouldn't stop. So I was like, okay, uh, so I'll go blank her. And I let him win. And, like, I didn't huh? even pretend that I was trying to fight him. I just literally stood in the corner. And I just, like, did short jabs. So, like, I wasn't even trying to do anything. And he beat me. And as soon as he beat me, he went, Fucking yes! See, that's what you get! That's what you get! And all, oh his, wee, and all his wee brothers were like, Yeah, you suck, Michael! Ha! He's way better than you! And I was just wow. like, I was like, Oh, it was, it was a good match. Good match, man. I'd like put my hand out to shake his hand. He was like, No, you're shite! Ha! I'm way better than you! And I went, No bother, man. Right, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna... And this is this is the best part. So I was like, I'm gonna go, and I just left because I couldn't even bother. I was like, Nah, I'm not. I'm, it's I'm, like the idea that you went round to Shaggy's sister and ended up shagging him at Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a very very accurate thing that happened. <laughs> oh my god! Pure uncontested. I 
the best story I've got in terms of beating somebody pretty badly at a game would probably be uh, we took Tekken 6. Tekken 6 or Tekken Tag Tournament around my mum and dad's one night. We've done a wee tournament, me, Jelly, and my mum and my dad were sitting playing. And my dad, I'm quite competitive, my dad's quite competitive, so my dad's like, oh, I'll fucking beat you. And I was like, I bet you I can go and get a beer from the kitchen with a controller and still kick your ass. <laughs> no, I didn't believe I could do it. Like, I didn't believe that I was going to be able to do it, but I thought, how fucking cool would it be if we could pull it off? So I stood up, walked out, Jelly and my mum were in the kitchen, walked through, just tapping the buttons ever so casually, thinking I'm probably getting my arse whipped here. And then I just hear this fucking screech of agony coming through the, the living room of, fuck's sake! <laughs> as I'm standing cracking a bottle of beer open and I'm like no fucking way I go through and sure as shit I, I turned my dad blind like completely blind at Tekken um, <laughs> from the kitchen it was probably oh my, my proudest fighting and then that was when that was when you scanted him you took his trousers off from you and, <laughs> and you went I'll wear the pants in this family <laughs> he's your car he's your prick <laughs> Oh Bye. That's that's my bet. I, I never ever felt like I was ever going to top that. That's the best story I've got for fighting games. That's I think the worst the worst defeat I've ever suffered is when Jillian used to absolutely hammer me with Chun Li at Street Fighter when we bought the remastered collection. Nice. And there was like twelve games in a row that I got absolutely wrecked with Chun Li, and she's sitting staring at me right now with a big smile on her face. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean. That happens with Street Fighter. Street Fighter is apparently a game that when you get tanned at, that you get tanned at. <laughs> I'm really bad at Street Fighter. <laughs> what about you, Lawrence? You got any any stories of you, decimation? So, uh, the year was 2005. Ooh. I had uh, just transferred to my new college, which had a uh, regular gaming day, and it was for charity. So, we were uh, supporting, I think, St. Jude's Hospital and uh, it was open to the public, which, you know, it's on the college campus, so you don't expect a lot of people to come through. But uh, I was in the first round of the, of the Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament, and I sit down, and my opponent is this kid that can't be older than, like, 11. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thrown, right? Because I'm like, what is this kid doing here? Is he some kind of, like... You know, prodigy savant. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Well, I'm not gonna get knocked out in the first round. I'm gonna go all out on this kid because he's probably gonna kick my ass if I let up. <laughs> I crushed him <laughs> and his dreams. It's a good thing it was for support of the hospital because you put that kid in the hospital. Anybody will raising funds for you. It was. <laughs> And it was like, it was not a short match. I think we had to do like multiple rounds. And each time I was like, he's going to turn it around any minute now. <laughs> that, that awkward way where you're just hoping. You're just hoping that he's going to make a comeback so you don't look like a villain. I'm, I'm, I'm almost rooting for this kid to beat me just once. <laughs> Come on, just so fucking I'm not beat a me. monster. You look over, you look over and there's just a single tear rolling down this kid's cheek. And you're just like, oh God, what have yep. I done? <laughs> no. We fit like we finish. I finished <laughs> destroying this child. <laughs> he, get, he gets up and he's like, "I shouldn't have come to this stupid tournament." <laughs> I'm just like, "No, I'm sorry." <laughs> this child will never play video games again. 
basically just bitch or tr- them. Oh god. And that child was Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> or like syndrome. Who fucking knows? <laughs> See, he's listening to that. He's listening to this podcast right now, and he's like, "It was you." As I say, there's currently a revenge plot in the making here. No shit. Yeah, he's just gonna come and like lock me in a basement and turn on a GameCube and be like, <laughs> "It's time rematch." And he's gonna have three little brothers there that are gonna be cheering him on. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've got I've got another story, and this isn't even my story. This is actually my brother's story. This is Mark's story, and it's from when he was when he was playing Halo Two. And he had just got an Xbox Live. You know, this was like way in the early days. And Mark was pretty good at Halo 2. And so he was in like the Lone Wolves thing and he was playing against some like uh, like Norwegian guy or Danish guy or whatever, right? And he was doing really well. He was like fucking wrecking this guy. And then he couldn't find the guy in the map. And he was like, what the fuck's going on? And he looked at the score. And the guy's score was just going down. And he was like, what the fuck's going on? So he goes and he finds the guy in the corner just throwing grenades at himself and killing himself. <laughs> what so the f- So my brother puts on the mic and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And the, and the guy responds, I play for fun, but you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what so, so that was it. It was just like, I play for fun, but you? No. And it, Mark was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I do, I do play for fun. Like, oh, <laughs> this, I'm just no shit. Oh wow! So um, so there's some Danish guy that just snapped his Halo Two disc in half. Apparently, you know, <laughs> like that was it. Mark crushed the man's dreams. And oh. Mark, Mark crushed a man's Halo career before he ever got off. <laughs> there is no such thing as fun. <laughs> you have defeated fun. And um, <laughs> Mark, you win. <laughs> you beat fun. <laughs> that is it. There's no fun left for anyone. Uh, and then I will say that the worst I've ever been beaten at a game was actually a melee tournament. I was 11 years old. Wait. I was against this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, no it, was, it was actually a melee tournament, though. Uh, I got to the third round. Uh, and the thing is, is I'd done pretty well up until this point. I was getting a wee bit cocky. And in the third round, I don't know who it was I was against. Like, you know, I. I don't remember names or anything because this is fucking a long time ago now. But I go Dr. Mario and I was like, right, here we go. And I proceeded to get the deepest humping I've ever had in my life. I may as well have had my legs in stirrups. That was how deep a humping I took <laughs> in melee. Humping. It was nice. it was brutal. I I managed to get one stalk off the guy and he proceeded to like take five off of me in that time. And Damn. He, he was like wave dashing, he was fucking doing all this, and I was just like, well, it was a good game, and the guy didn't even shake my hand. And I was like, oh, the, dis- the disrespect. The Is this the story of how you got IBS? <laughs> it could be. It could be. That, that actually, you know what? I'm thinking back to it. Yep. Uh, yep. That's the, that's the cause. You just opened you up, and that was, the, and that was it. <laughs> just wrecked the bills. Ah, uh, but here's the thing. I took a shit in his bag. So who's really the winner? <laughs> <laughs> what bag? All of them. Uh... A shit in every bag, just to make sure. 
I even <laughs> shat in my own bag to make sure. <laughs> let, let no bag be on shat. So on that note, <laughs> there's our new T-shirt. <laughs> let no bag, let no bag be on shat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Buy our T-shirts, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, please, dear God, we're never gonna we're never gonna make it in this world otherwise. Uh, but thanks again for listening, guys. This is good to be here in 2019, and we'll yep. continue. Let, let, this is the this is the year, guys, where Joystocked becomes a a winning brand. We we end up on the top 50 most profitable companies of all time. I can feel it. I can feel it. We're gonna get bought by Elon Musk. We'll be all good. Elon, <laughs> Elon, if you're listening. If you're listening, come on the podcast. Buy us. <laughs> Buy me. Just, I'm you. Pretty much. Look, I'll, I'll take a shot in the arse. <laughs> From Elon? From anyone. You From know he's if, got some kind of like bionic dick, right? <laughs> man, look, if, if the money's right, you know, like, $20 is $20. Oh my god. <laughs> you're gonna have the first case of super IBS. <laughs> just pack my shit in mate <laughs> well until next time guys because we've got no good way to end this episode I'm Mike <laughs> I'm Lorenzo and I'm Taylor and uh, I'll say cunt all I want it's good to be back <laughs> catch us next time bye bye